0: We have been supporting people with real-time innovation sessions in which we're using all of this CAD software, all of these remarkable, relatively speaking, brand new technologies like 3D printing and laser cutting, and 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 all these electronics that are so easy to incorporate these days, um, to be inventing products and building them and iterating and building like you know dozens of them. You know within a day sometimes so it's yeah, great yeah, yeah. Well, I mean we, we have brought the product life cycle from years to days yeah. Um, yeah. you know factors of a hundred um, you know faster okay.
1: boom what's up everyone welcome to simulation I'm your host Alan Sakyan very excited to be in Boston Massachusetts still we are at GSV labs co-create X's east coast Headquarters, We are going to be talking about real-time innovation. We have Matt Cameron joining us on the show. What's
0: up? Hey, thank you so much for uh, having me, Alan. I really appreciate it. I can't believe that
1: eight years ago or something like that, we were at the University of Minnesota together. Yeah. And now we're both adults doing our, our own projects in the world. It's super cool that yeah. that this reconnection is happening after such a long period of...
0: Time flies. <laughs> Time flies. Eight years. Wow. We've so done a lot mo- <laughs> so much more
1: immature so much a, b- a better world view now all yeah, this, all this yeah. type yeah stuff um, for those who don't know max background He's the co-founder and president of co-create X which is helping realize the full creative potential of people's by strengthening communities processes and productivity Worldwide mm-hmm. and you can find co-create X's link below co-create as well as their Instagram their Twitter their Facebook group and Max LinkedIn profile link Mm-hmm. So, let's start things off with our question that we love asking. We find ourselves as stewards of Earth. What is your current take on the state of humanity?
0: The state of humanity. Wow. Well, I think that this is the most incredible time to be alive, by far. Uh, this it, it is a magical time to be alive. We have the freedom to travel anywhere in the world, you know, within like twenty four hours. I mean, it, it is it is remarkable the freedom and the openness and the ability to express ourselves like this is this is the best time in human history ever it's the safest Um and I think it's only gonna get better we've we've seen we've seen so many good and amazing productivity um, tools and transportation is transforming trade and and it, it's a magical time to be alive in the in this this State of humanity, I I am so fortunate I got to experience having a a no phone and a very small little phone that could just do text messages. That, you know, we all like, all my friends, you know, did too many text messages and our our bills went up through the roof and our parents, you know, took our phones away to the point where we are doing like virtual reality. We have virtual reality machines in our pockets powered by data centers. Everywhere in the world, like this is magical. I, I oh my goodness, it's, it's a miracle where we are right now. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: love your 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 degree of optimism and your degree of confidence in progress and in um, creativity yeah. being. Uh, maximized mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. uh, I'm really happy to unpack that with you because you got this real-time innovation edge to you and mm-hmm. your organizations and the people that you impact around the world mm-hmm. so let's jump into the journey so you're born in Madison in Wisconsin then you moved to Minnesota mm-hmm. when you were seven mm-hmm. and then from there you went through the University of Minnesota tell us about these inputs these stimuli that caused you to become who you are your family friends you said were really important mm-hmm. you had three older siblings mm-hmm. sports Mm-hmm. And then, of
0: course, your
1: outlook on the desire to improve life and make it more efficient, productive. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. So you know, I, f- I feel incredibly fortunate because I was always around a, a lot of my peers who are also interested in building stuff and improving things. And, and uh, I think we were, we were raised in a very unique, interesting time that like, we were exposed to so many ideas growing up that were so well thought out. Um, you know, these, the first, you know, movies and v- videos and, and things that, TV shows and things that influenced us were, were very, you know, thought out and well-funded, which I, I think is, is, is it's an interesting way to kind of grow and develop ideas. Whereas today, it's very, very quick and easy to be posting stuff, um, wh- which is also very good in many, many different ways. But um, I ended up uh, studying physics at the University of Minnesota, Um, and was exposed to a lot of really unique product design activities and just an understanding of of the world and physical properties that that was inspiring. Um, I chose physics because it was like the most difficult thing that I took in high school and I was like I need to master this and you know four years later with a physics degree you know I do not believe that I have mastered it by any means. Mm -hmm. Um, I certainly learned a lot and uh, had a lot of fun and struggled greatly but um, you know it was it was the desire for, for knowledge and the desire for truth that uh, was was inspiring and and as I, I learned more and I, I was introduced to different technologies, um, I, I think I was able to to unload some of my creative potential using 3D printing and other technologies that that it, it felt as though I was skydiving with a world full of ideas that could be realized, you know, before I hit the ground, um, and uh, so that that is definitely, you know, 3D printing and the physics education has certainly played a giant part in who I am today. Um, I feel very fortunate to have uh, siblings who are in science and uh, and technology and in business, um, uh, and just just a friend group in general that. Um, you know, is, is doing very, very interesting and unique things, yourself included. You, um, too. you know, it's, it's inspiring. And I, I think, I mean, it's it's a cliche thing to say, but hanging around with people who are productive and who are always doing positive things and pursuing something that that is hopefully their own passion is inspiring greatly and can lead everybody, you know, to the next level of their own personal accomplishment, which is hopefully tied to their happiness.
1: Yeah, yeah. the 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 importance of us uh, identifying what we our true self is mm-hmm. finds the most meaning in life, and setting that as a goal, and having mentors and influences that help us get there. Mm-hmm. Um, for every mind that's born into the world, so critical. So cool. And that's what you know. That's a lot in a lot of ways. What you're building with CoCreateX. And I want to hit on another thing that you said, which was that it was kind of this, your, your, when you're in physics at the U of M and you're also playing around with the 3D printing tools, you're really starting to realize the full potential of what it's like to to think of an idea mm-hmm. and then make it in the world, like you said, by the time you're done skydiving, mm-hmm. before you've hit the ground, yeah. you've already made it <laughs> in yeah. the physical world. Yeah, exactly. And that to you is a major light bulb, yeah? Oh yeah and then tell tell so tell me about how that then ended up um catalyzing w- I want to actually even before we get to ZMOC and how that catalyzed that mm-hmm. tell us about this perspective that you have with looking around you and seeing how do I improve life how do I make the quality of everything around me and other people mm-hmm. better
0: yeah uh, great question um i think that one important thing is to not get intimidated by trying to solve the biggest problem right away. It's, it's easy to think that even improving something very small is just not worth your time, but the ability to learn from building something small and, and reasonable is so important. So for example, when I was first introduced to 3D printing, I took an incredible class at the University of Minnesota um, called toy product design with uh, Barry Kedgewitz it was it was my first experience of of product design and uh, using 3d printing to make an idea that we had just thought up a reality within 24 hours I mean this was this was magic I had never seen anything like this this is plastic like you'd see in a Lego set you know ABS plastic that's really strong you know being able to, to think of an idea and create it right away so our, our challenge was to create a, a marble run, or be able to, to use recycled materials like cans and boards and boxes to create an intricate marble run to kind of reuse stuff that's in the recycling right away for toy purposes. So we built a bunch of connectors, and we designed connectors c- c- to connect cans together, boxes together, um, clips together to make these really intricate marble runs. and. Uh, it, 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 we weren't solving we weren't solving global big problems with that but we were learning the skills that when you implement for long enough can actually make a big difference like compound interest on a yes. in a bank account 10% every year doesn't look very big after that first year or second year but 10 years down the line 20 years down the line you know we're we're young hundred years down the line you know who who, who knows how long we're going to last but uh this stuff really really builds up
1: that's a super important piece of advice that we can't get overwhelmed by the Mm -hmm. by the massive challenges that we have to all collectively tackle Mm -hmm. and we also have to know the butterfly effect that we can catalyze on a different part of the world just through a simple thing like a smile those massive dominoes that can go and, and yes. make impact. And then also, I like how you said it is like a compound interest. When you do learn programming or when you do learn engineering or uh, designing in CAD mm-hmm. and actually 3D printing something immediately, when you learn these processes, it makes you a more well-rounded person going into every single industry, entrepreneur, artist application you do after that yep. point in time. Mm-hmm. So then the, the this toy product design class, the physics, the three D printing, all of it tied you into even starting your first company, and this company yeah. Zmock. Mm-hmm. So you were doing uh, you've been doing it seven years now. That's CADing for companies, design engineering firm, and packaging design now. So teach us mm-hmm. about Zmock.
0: Yeah, so um, me and my my friends in college started Zmock to actually turn a fireplace into a dancing stereo. So the flames dance to music, and it's, it's really incredible. It's actually based on a, a science experiment called the Rubens tube uh, that was developed by a physicist in the you know, early 20th century. Um, and it's uh, it's as simple as taking a tube, drilling some holes into it, putting a propane connection on one end, and a speaker to the other end, That's right. and this, the compression and contraction of sound waves Depending on whatever song that you do, will actually make the the uh, the flames bounce up and down. So we were like, why hasn't anybody made a sweet fireplace like this? They they build these giant hotels with these linear fireplaces, and none of them dance to music. So we pursued that. You know, we we learned very quickly how expensive getting um, UL testing, you know, bomb proofing some of these things is. Right, it's very important to make sure that these are safe and make sure you have the uh, the proper. Um, insurance for, for something that's dealing with fire and you know, closed containers. Um, so we, we made a lot of progress. We actually invented a couple ways that really solved some giant, giant problems of this. Uh, but at this time, you know, I was just graduating. I was, I was really pursuing my passion, which is, is 3D printing and, and, and just building stuff. Um, and I uh, ended up getting a job at, at Stratasys, which is the world's largest 3D printing business at the time. Um, And and that project kind of fell at the wayside. Uh, However, I do, you know, if anybody's watching this and they want a cool project to do, please do that. Um, Or I'm going to do it at some point because it's still so awesome, and I want to see my uh, fireplace dance music someday. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It'd be great in San Francisco with with you, I'm I'm sure. Minnesota, it just gets too cold for like fireplaces, I think. (laughs) Ran ran into some some outdoor issues with the weather out out in the north.
1: There's, and this is another one of those things where you're looking at something, you're
0: like, how do we make it more exciting, more
1: engaging, entertaining, these types mm-hmm. of things? Um, and then, so since then, it's been doing a lot of packaging design, design engineering and whatnot, but you also took that job three years with Stratasys, um, applications engineer, manufacturing, mm-hmm. thousands of parts, which also led you to doing um, an adjunct professing role at the University of Minnesota mm-hmm. where it, you actually taught the first 3D printing class there.
0: Yeah, I, I had a, a remarkable opportunity while I was working at Stratasys. I was an applications engineer, which in, in my experience was, was perfect. We, we learned about all of the different ways that things are made. Injection molding, blow molding, casting, forming, carving, all, all these different manufacturing methods and where 3D printing fits in the life cycle of these traditional processes. So, so we learned a lot, a, a lot of manufacturing methods and, and how to design for those, those manufacturing methods using the, the new and improved freedom that comes with 3D printing. And so from there, uh, I had an opportunity. I, I met a gentleman who's a, who uh, was one of the, uh, I think he was a faculty director at the College of Continuing Education, whose name was also Mac. And like, we just connected right away because our, both of our names were Mac. And like, I haven't met a Mac in a while. So anyways, like, it, it just like, worked out really well. Um, we collaborated on a syllabus and implemented a really sweet program at the University of Minnesota um, while I was working at Stratasys to introduce people to all of these new, new methods. Um, and we actually did something that I believe fully in, which is give somebody the power to pursue their passion and the tools to pursue it quickly, and just let people enjoy. Let people embrace what it is that they want to do. That's, that's where you get the best out of people. You get the most out of someone when they're doing something that they love to do, and these tools are making it quite easy to, to, to do that.
1: Yeah, it's it's powerful when you put it in that perspective because when someone's in that state of creative flow where they're finding the most meaning in what they're doing on a moment-to-moment basis, the, pr- the productive output is just unrivaled compared to anything else that someone's doing. And tools like 3D printing and like the class you were teaching were empowering mm-hmm. people to be able to, to creatively flourish like that. Mm-hmm. So you also, I want, let's teach about this. Uh, let's have you teach about this on the way to CoCreateX. There's dozens of ways to do 3D printing. And mm-hmm. 3D printing and additive manufacturing are synonymous. Yep. Okay. And then third, but this is 30 years old. Most people were don't we're thinking like, "Oh, this is brand new. It's 30 years old." Yep. And that this is layering materials and building new shapes, building new lattice structures, mm-hmm. building new cooling channels, bending these materials. Yeah. It's fascinating.
0: Yeah, it's it's so cool. And I, I really inspire uh, anybody who's interested in getting into 3D printing uh, first start with learning CAD software, computer-aided design software, um, or other methods to convert your ideas into a digital file. Because once it's converted into a digital file, you have the freedom to manufacture it in many different methods. But 3D printing in general is a uh, was first called additive manufacturing because instead of of the traditional subtractive manufacturing, where you take a big block of steel and you mill it down, or you know, it could be any number of materials and you subtract the material. This is a, uh, a method to actually start with just the material that you need and build it layer upon layer. Um, so, in essence, I mean, in general, it's considered a more efficient way to do stuff. Um, you don't need a big block of material, you don't need to throw away as much material, but what also happens is you get design freedom that you can just build stuff that subtractive manufacturing can't can't get away from. So about 10 different ways to do this. You can do metals, you can do foods, you can 3D print um, uh, different bio plastics and uh, structures and silicones that can be used for anything from um, new engine parts to organs, to plastic pieces, to toys—really, um, a lot of freedom and uh, more and more applications coming out any any given day. Honestly, um, of this, so. Yeah, hopefully that was a That's good, great, <laughs> that yeah. was a kind That's of a great. good understanding of it's something so, it is.
1: It's so true that with the subtractive, there's how do you get into the inner parts, like you said. With yeah. additive, you can make whatever insides you want more easily. Yeah. Also, um, the applications, like you said, everything from microvasculature and organs all the way to the aerospace and automotive parts. And yeah. this is f- application endless. I love it.
0: Yeah, and it's so accessible. I. I I can teach somebody how to 3D print and design something that they have in their head in 10 minutes. Yeah, that's profound. Boom. That's profound. You could be doing it yourself in 10 minutes. 10 minutes. If there's a 3D printer right there and Wi Fi connection, we're good. Alan, we're, we're, good. we're making you some stuff. And
1: now, okay, <laughs> on, I love it. On the software side of things, um, okay, so CAD, so computer aided design, mm-hmm. um, what are the best. Tools that w- someone could learn, and you know, in that ten-minute period, where they could realize the way that they want to design something and have it and have mm-hmm. it printed.
0: Yeah. So just recently, with this cloud computing boom, um, a lot of these these softwares have gone into the cloud, which means that you can just use them on a traditional browser, whether it be Google Chrome or um, Firefox or Opera or Safari. Um, and th- this is very unique because these are very high and in- intensive. Um, programs in terms of the hardware that's needed to um, run these things. So typically, I'll have somebody start with a either a digital sculpting program in which you pretty much start with like a ball of clay, a digital ball of clay, and you like grab it and you form it and you smooth it and you can ultimately create something that's very organic shaped, like a face or a body. Mm. Um, and a good, great one for that is called Sculpt GL. I usually just Google search SculptGL. It's it's the first thing that pops cool. up. You don't have to sign up for an account. You should totally check it out. It's really awesome. Nice. You can just start designing. Um, or there's one that's called Tinkercad, which is a little bit closer to engineering um, drawings, but it, it allows you to to uh, take take blocks like in Minecraft or circles or spheres or shapes, and very quickly create three D geometry from it. Yes. Um, and then and then you can save it as a as a STL file or as an additive manufacturing file or any number of the formats. Um, and then right when you get there, you're good to go. Um, it becomes very easy to make it from there. One step kind of further, which is uh, engineering drawings, uh, kind of some of the big players in the industry are Onshape, which is, is my personal favorite at this time, um, and Fusion 360, which is also mm-hmm. an incredible um, software. Both, I believe, have free options for entrepreneurs and, and for edu- educators and uh, people in school. Um, and then there's there's SolidWorks and Katia, and th- there's a bunch of other big mm-hmm. intensive uh, softwares. Um, I could talk for a while about softwares. There's 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 you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. even more so like you know topology optimization yes, and being yes. able to incorporate stuff like N topology. But um, with with that that pot of software. You know getting good at that is like getting good at code 25 years ago. I mean, this this is going to blow up, and it's yeah, going to be yeah. exciting, and we're going to see improvements across the board. Um, there is an you know an hour of code, there are all these code pushing programs because there's big money in it. Um, this CAD is like coming soon. I
1: agree. Yeah,. yeah.
0: Get good at CAD is, is yeah. a get you know one <laughs> get one get thing. good at CAD. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's like learn to code, learn to CAD you know, learn to social emotional <laughs> like these things mm-hmm, are yeah. Mm-hmm. That help with, you know, business and relationships rapport. Um yeah. Interesting. So the combination of kinda like those three things are a massive part of our future. Yeah. You 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 indicated a couple things there that I thought is so important. One of them being that the Processing capacity that was necessary on a piece of hardware mm-hmm. is you know you now you can do it in browsers because we're doing it via cloud compute, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. So cool. And then also that you know things like a Sculpt GL or a Tinkercad are kind of more of like these basic, more fundamental uh, mm-hmm. ones, and then all the way up to the harder ones. The the Fusion 360 and SolidWorks and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and Topology, et cetera. So there's there's that gradient level for expertise which is available. So go and get tinkering. That's such a good point is go and get tinkering as soon as possible. Get used to um, playing around with it and actually go and actually take that file and go print it to see it come alive right away. That's so awesome. Yeah,
0: it's, it's so cool, it's so empowering. And when I was teaching a, a class uh, with a gentleman named Derek Mathers at the University of Minnesota, he, he would like to tell the analogy like 3D printing your first part that you designed yourself is like going scuba diving for the first time and taking that first breath underwater where just a new world opens. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, really, that's really
0: well said. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: my, my, I had so many other <laughs> good analogies come up too. Um, yeah. uh, let's hit co-create X real-time innovation sessions. Um, Maximizing the full creative potential of people in one of the most accelerated product design fashions Mm -hmm. is beautiful, like you said. It's like when you scuba dive for the first time, when you take an airplane for the first time, when you go across the world, when you fall in love the first time, all these types of things is Mm -hmm. like, how can you realize that? Idea and how do you have a a company like CoCreateX that actually does that? And there's so many components of this. Let's start from the from the um, highest level perspective on this real time innovation.
0: Yeah. So so CoCreateX, we started this uh, officially about three years ago, and the the vision is to help people make a living by being who they are and doing what they love, which is like how do we help innovators support their passions and be as successful as we can possibly make them. Um, we help tap the power of communities to help people realize their creative dreams. Um, and my, my co-founder, uh, Nick Pauly, loves to say that a tapping the community is, is so interesting because the more you tap into the community, a community in general, the stronger it grows, right? It is a resource that when you tap into it, it grows stronger mm-hmm. as opposed to tapping into a mine where you mine out the materials and it becomes less you know, less materials in there. The community actually grows stronger. Stronger, So we have been supporting people with real-time innovation sessions in which we're using all of this CAD software, all of these remarkable, relatively speaking, brand new technologies like 3D printing and laser cutting and and all these electronics that are so easy to incorporate these days, um, to be inventing products and building them and iterating and building like you know dozens of them, you know, within a day sometimes. So it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we we have brought the product life cycle from years to days. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, factors of a hundred, um, you know, faster. Okay. Yeah. And it, it certainly it, it requires a lot of a lot of practice and expertise, but also just. You know, just just doing it, just getting into uh, the rhythm, you know, not worrying about what can't be done, but instead just consistently, like, you know, push and solve those small problems, right? Break everything into small problems and work, you know, as fast and, uh, you know, as rapid as you possibly can. Oh my goodness, this is so great. So you so you take, <laughs> so, like such a good way to put it is
1: that when you tap into the community, it grows stronger. That's yeah. such a good way to put it. So there's, you know, so CoCreateX has its own, uh, also its own community of, of builders, uh, engineers, designers, ops people, executors of all sorts, mm-hmm. as well as is working with, Inspiring communities around the world to also come up with helping with the execution of ideas of people in those areas mm-hmm. So you can kind of reach out to either you know co-create X or co-create X can also kind of pair you with people in the local communities That you're at mm-hmm. yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, and, and just one one more thing about that is There in recent years there has been a big influx in maker spaces some call them fab labs yeah. There's a huge number of names for what you would call a place that you can go and build stuff. These are popping up at schools. These are popping up in um, rural areas, down in cities. There are places to make things, but the business models that are associated with these places have made them very difficult to be sustainable. So CoCreateX is, is developing a platform and has already developed a good portion of the platform um, and, and a culture that's going to make makerspaces around the world truly thrive on what it is that they have access to, which is the ability to turn the community in which that makerspace is in, those ideas, into reality to solve those problems very fast. So we've we've developed a uh, distributed social network that you know, captures generosity within these places. Yes. Um, we've developed a, an intellectual property blockchain application that allows us to quickly and immutably uh, gather the information um, that, that are, that's generated there. And we've, we've built kind of a structure and a process for people to host these real-time innovation sessions and actually be inventing stuff. Um, I, ideas are so important and yes. uh, the The patent system and just the ideas in general it, it just needs to be improved and uh because we can do these things so fast when I say these things, I mean build products or take that idea in your head and put it in your hand in a couple hours uh, it is it is becoming more and more important to to be able to kind of understand and and feel comfortable communicating that idea and sharing that ideas with others so that's that's really where we're we're trying to trying to go and, and we have a a bus that we you know mm-hmm. turned into a makerspace. So cool. yeah. Um and we have a house that we have a makerspace, really where we we did a lot of this uh, initial just we a lot of this initial brainstorming of like, okay, well, you know, what's going on here, right? We can't keep up with the Joneses. We'll never get the biggest, baddest laser cutter and right when we get it there's another one that comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um you know and so we've developed these these products and this culture that that we're growing and building
1: yeah yeah the the, 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 the when you when you <laughs> take uh, someone that in that that so much needs the just one on one mentorship and guidance of I have an idea how do I realize it and then there's a community around them that Mm -hmm. helps them do a real-time innovation session and just like that the idea is iterated on a step further and Mm -hmm. then then physically in their hand or um, a step into the further into the world is just so critical Um, and the execution is such it's the most important The 99 percent of it uh, ideas are everywhere all the time and if we mm-hmm. can actually realize them more fully into our world faster um and build community in the meanwhile that's so crucial now i want to hit on a couple things as well um one of the things that i like potentially um uh referencing quite a bit is this edge of knowledge so we have this massive edge of knowledge for civilization mm, and love that. we find so many different scientists engineers people that are at this the edge and then artists entrepreneurs and so when we do things like co-create x it helps us democratize the uh the ideation process to create as well as then Mm -hmm. further push that edge and open up more people to be able to creatively go and explore there Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah i couldn't agree with you more i I love the analogy of of we're in this this sphere that is ever growing of knowledge Mm -hmm. and and expanding and people are bouncing into the edge and pushing it out a little bit and it, it grows in general yeah i I think it's so so interesting, and it's it's accelerating. It's very much going way faster <laughs> than it was, and there's a number of reasons reasons why, including the software that's making this whole whole yeah. world uh, yeah Sof- software is yeah. eating the world <laughs> yeah yeah it's
1: making the world tick. Um, Okay, teach us. You know, you you talked on the IP blockchain. I want to. We'll save that for right after the mobile innovation bus. You want to scale that? I like that idea. You're drive. You're driving around a bus that has a lot of three D printing technology in mm-hmm. it. That kind of gets kids and young adults in and excited about about actually executing ideas. And you're driving that around the country.
0: Yeah, it's. We're like the new age rock star except for we're not like singing concerts. We're going and inventing stuff for people. It's it's wild. And I encourage everybody to tag along. We we stop stop by lots of cities, so we might be coming by and Co- making more buses. X bus. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Concrete X bus. Yes. Yeah. CCX
0: yeah. bus.
1: Yeah, CCX yeah. bus. And then um very good, so more buses, more cities stopping more cities potentially around the world as well, having buses around the world mm-hmm. democratizing the technology further, in the most rural parts, inspiring more people to yeah to build
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then the IP blockchain also related, especially to like the edge of knowledge is very interesting. You mentioned patents as well earlier. We kind of prop people up on a pedestal a lot as an individual, like a Nobel laureate or the founder of a company or whatever. But then there's like thousands of people that were involved in that physics uh, edge push or the uh, operations push at a company to get something done. So Mm -hmm. when you take something like um, two people having an innovation session like if Mac and I were to go and do an innovation session on a drone right now mm-hmm. On one a drone application mm-hmm. and then we were to literally Put that on the co-create X's blockchain and say that Mac and Allen had this session It's physically there mm-hmm. on a ledger that's mm-hmm. decentralized and boom just like that now we have now We have a, a, an ongoing ledger of our innovation sessions.
0: Yeah, exactly. We we will have a a hash that will last essentially forever uh, associated directly with that information that we put in there. And uh, what's really cool about the CoCreateX blockchain is that it is to interact with it, it is as easy as sending an email. All you have to do is send an email to blockchain at cocreatex.com with the subject line as what it is that you're sharing and an attachment and it will immediately log that into our blockchain. I think it takes about 26 seconds and send you back the hash and the document that has been hashed into the blockchain um, with the timestamp and everything. So we we think we have the easiest way to to interact with a blockchain that we've ever seen at least. So
1: you and I update maybe our our CAD design and then we would submit that in. And so, Send the email. and then eventually it gets so integrated that it just automatically um, takes that file and stores it on the X blockchain so that it's an automatic, integrative, in, in, iterative and innovative um, part part of our creative processes.
0: Exactly. And, and we've also incorporated um, a way to just, just quickly create a non-disclosure agreement. And um, from that, because a, a lot of times people just, they just want to share their ideas with somebody who's going to be helpful. For them, but they're they don't want to share it without somebody signing a non-disclosure agreement, and so we want to make that easier as well. Um, and we don't we don't give legal advice. Uh, we work with with lawyers and, and patent agents who help out with that stuff. But uh, this is at the very least we're taking a step in the right direction, um, and in practicing what this is ultimately going to look like as more and more of these innovations, real-time innovation sessions happen around the world.
1: Yeah, you have a cool video about uh, help and thank you as well, which I thought was very profound because gratitude um, has shown over and over again to, to increase amounts of meaning and purpose and fulfillment and awe and, and happiness uh, in life. Mm-hmm. And and to, to be able to do something like uh, push a help and thank you culture around the world so critical.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank thank you so much. The we found that some of the most valuable things that happened in our in our makerspace when we had it was when somebody gave a thank you note. Are these, there. It's just it just feels really good. And there's not there's not a lot of bad stuff that happens when you know somebody gives somebody a thank you note and just says thank you for helping me out. That was that was really helped me complete the project. You know, patent the invention. Uh, you know, do something that I wanted to do. So we decided that we're going to start really incorporating that into our culture, and really inspiring people to collaborate and celebrate the good things, the the things that re- you know need celebration. So we we applaud all those who are helping each other with projects and saying thank you. And uh, if you're so inspired, you can say thank you to somebody who's helped you out with your project on com and it's uh it is it is the fundamental the baseline culture of of a a successful and happy community <sighs> yeah you make Feels me good. yeah yeah you make <laughs> me
1: feel great when you talk about community yes. and creativity and thank you and gratitude mm-hmm. right these things coming together are our future in so many ways so mm-hmm. yeah we, we love what you're doing and i want to want to ask you the couple uh, simulation questions on the way out of the show. We cover everything fairly well.
0: I think so. Yeah. Think so yeah. Yeah. Th- I
1: think so too. Good. Good. All right. All right. So we'll ask you first, are we in a simulation?
0: I think we're building the simulation right now. I think we're the first bada bing we may see in our lifetime. I just watched a cool video in VR. I was uh, I was in the uh, the dinosaur dinosaur land. So yeah, I think that I think that we are the first. I think we're building the simulation right now.
1: You think this is base reality, and we're building the first? simulation? I think this is base reality. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: Let's do it. Let's build it. <laughs> Prove me wrong. No. We'll
1: <laughs> poke. Yeah. scientific probe trying yeah, exactly see if this is the base or not first. Yeah. yeah, but we, but yeah, you're right. The the tech has advanced so much. It's it's for sure going in the direction of making more simulations. So many good discoveries to make. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, it's a great conversation to have, uh, but because sometimes life feels like a simulation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like we met eight years ago yeah. and here we are now. Yeah, again, exactly. Yeah, talking like
0: Enjoy, okay. Enjoying, enjoying life in Boston with the, uh, the Paramount in the background That's at GSV right. Labs. That's right. That's yes. Right. Yeah. It's like it was meant to be.
1: Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. And also the, the, the full realization of people's creativity is a critical part of the process. And we're leveling up as we create more, Yeah, we level up, we gain more experience points, mm-hmm. we can log that on a ledger along the way. That's a great way.
0: Yeah. A- everybody's perspective is incredibly important to solve a problem. And everybody has has something that I'm sure that they would love, love to see solved. And we are empowered today to, to help people do that and to do it ourselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at unprecedented rates, and it's it's really time to democratize the future more and give people more of the tools to access to do so. And then, what do you think is the most beautiful thing in the
0: world? My girlfriend. It's definitely the most beautiful thing in the world. But it, but in terms of science and technology and humanity, I, I think that seeing someone pursue their passion. Empowering somebody to pursue their passion, you know, for their own personal purpose, is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in this world.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's rad. Yeah, yeah. That lighting that helping helping light the fire under someone's
0: creative potential.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, I'm helping. Hopefully, I'm helping you do that as well right now, Alan.
1: You 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 absolutely create
0: content. Get this. Make make magic, and hopefully hopefully inspire some people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 you're 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 so so right that that's one of the most profoundly beautiful things. You see someone that has their own aha. Mm-hmm. I have the full potential to build what I care about mm-hmm. and build the future together mm-hmm. as that global community. Mm-hmm. Find my role in the game together. Yeah, and find my character role. Wow, what the the profound feeling that that catalyzes. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's it's incredible. And it's it's unfortunate that so many people don't have the opportunity to pursue their passion with, with the majority of their time. Yeah. And with with automation and with the the technology is making it easier and easier to do so. But I I have been you know fully pursuing my passion for just a couple years, and it is I, I love going to work every day. You know everything is is exciting and if you don't feel like that i encourage you to to really try or reach out to the co community or or yeah. anybody to help um yeah. so there, there are people out there willing to willing to help you pursue that passion because we know it's going to be your best work that you'll ever create in life is is what you know you you know you got to do within
1: A question that we like asking is, why have we built a civilization where people do what they don't love every single day? So so then it's about the new code deployments. That make it easier for the kids when they're born into the world to be able to do what they love every single day without having to do things that they don't love and mm-hmm. then also like you said reach out to cocreatex reach out to simulation mm-hmm. you know, simulation series at gmail.com yeah. and reach out to us because we'll love to pair you with the you know cocreatex's facebook group or any of the people we featured on the show that are at the edge of their fields so you can get going on building and iterating um, and fulfilling your your fullest into the world mac Holy cow, what a awesome conversation together. Thank you so much for Thank you on so much,
0: show. Alan. Again, much appreciated.
1: Huge love, big love. Thank you.
0: Let's collaborate more.
1: I agree. I totally agree. There's so much good stuff to collaborate on. And much love everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We Thank would love We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. Let us know what you're thinking. Also, Share this type of content with other people. Talk to your family, your friends online, with your coworkers about what it's like to pick up the engineering tools and software that you need to build immediately into the world and have this real-time innovative process with more people and Mm -hmm. enable it with more people. Check out all of CoCreateX's links below. Also, check out simulations links below. Support the artists and entrepreneurs and organizations you believe in around the world. Help us be able to continue coming to cool places like Boston and having great conversations with people like Mac. And go and build the future, everyone. Manifest your dreams into the world. We love you very much. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you soon. Peace.